This episode is brought to you by Rooster Camisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products, where you can buy shirts, accessories, home decor, and all kinds of other great items. Go to roostercamisa.com and use the promo code CABSHOW19. That's C-A-B-S-H-O-W-1-9. Rooster Camisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Cala Boca, the show where we talk about Portuguese culture one subject at a time. To my left, I have Meroteo, it's Manuel Correa. Hi, I, I think. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's very good. Oh, then hey! <laughs> right next to him and in front of me, I have Bolokov, Louis Ravello. <laughs> oh, that's too appropriate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And to my right, I have piece of crap salade. <laughs> it's Derek Rush. Oh, that's I mean, mean. I mean, judging by my soccer skills, I'm probably worse than piece of crap salade. So that's an inside joke between yeah. me and Derek. Yeah, we we when we played FIFA, uh, Salade was the the striker on the team at the time, and he would always miss the open goal shot. So we'd just be piece of salade. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. guys. I, I don't know that I've ever heard of that name, so. Yeah, it means like, salt shaker. Well, yeah. It was Carlos. Carlos Salade. Yeah. That guy was garbage. That was at the time that that Sporting had like. Hey, we're not di- there yet. Oh, okay. We're not there yet. <laughs> Never mind. Goodness. Okay, I'll, I'll save it for later. Thank All right. You. So, here's my icebreaker question to y'all to get this uh, thing a rolling. But first. I want to thank all the listeners out there who are listening to the show right now, whether this is your first time joining us or your 97th or your time. 98? 97. 96. 7. 98. 97. Okay, 97th time. Thank you very much for being here and joining us. So now here is the icebreaker question. I was going to say breaker question. Icebreaker question. Who was your childhood actor, actress crush? And I put actor, actress because I don't want to judge. Lucy Liu. That's who? Lucy Liu. I don't remember. The, the movie I fell in love with her was Charlie's Angels. Oh, oh okay. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. She's Joan Watson in yes. elementary. Yeah. Uh, and why? And why? Oh, hot. <laughs> hot. Hot. Mm-hmm. That's it. Lots? Uh, I don't know. I don't That's know not that a hard question. I, it should be like an instantaneous. I really yeah. don't remember having a celebrity crush like that. I'm trying to think. It's weird. It's it's tough to get celebrity crushes when you just read comic books, though. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I watch what a lot of cartoons. Poison Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> that red hair. Like Daphne? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Sandy Cheeks. Vel- Velma's way hotter. <laughs> That's That's none weird. of those things are... I'm not finished. Velma is way hotter. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the live action Scooby Doo? Velma okay. is way hotter. Okay, the live action. Okay. Yeah. Derek's, Derek's talking. Luigi's is talking about the cartoon. <laughs> um, Derek, did you have one while I think of one? Yeah, apparently uh, it was Velma or Joseph. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the, the Pink Power Ranger. I had a Amy Joe Johnson. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who every my... every ninety boys dream. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Who my Tommy, first... what a lucky son of a gun. I don't remember who my first celebrity crush was, but I did have a crush on Jamie Lynn Spears from Zoe 101 for uh, the longest yeah. time. Yeah, she, for the same she, reason I'm, as Manuel, hot. I'm pretty sure she went crazy there for a little bit, right? She followed Her her sister was Britney Spears, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure she followed down those footsteps for, for a hot minute. Yeah. 
That's each their own. I doubt yeah. it. You got anybody? Luis has a face on his face that looks I'm, like he just smelled a fart. No, I'm really trying. Like Emma Watson, Watson? that was an early one for sure. Well, Harry Potter well she girl. only like peaked after the third movie. But yeah. The first two was just like, <laughs> Yeah, but you're like. And we then were, all of a sudden it was like, whoa. But we were like kids <laughs> around that time still too, weren't we? Uh, Kinda, teens. Yeah. Teens, yeah. But uh, no, teens. I mean, we yeah. were her age. I mean, it was kind of like. More or less, it was, yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the earlier ones I can remember. I'm trying really hard and I cannot think of anything that pops into my brain right now. <laughs> like if you would have just said Cameron Diaz, we all have been like. No. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. Yeah, we nope. get it. Nope. Why? No, not, no. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Allie Barry. We get it. Mm. Yes. Lucy Lu. No. I'm, okay. This. I, we're not going to get into this. No, I mean, we're here. Go Lucy ahead. Ball. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that black and white looks damn good. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was a very beautiful woman. Hot for the times. Yes. yes. Hot for the nows. <laughs> um, all right. This is turning into a weird thing. So let's move on. <laughs> Today's episode is all about. Sporty! Went yay, which is weird. Um, you should have gone mob yay. mentality. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, everybody else doing it, but Sparkling sucks. Everybody well, I mean, you're not. Wrong. You're not. And wrong. everybody hates them. But first, we gotta ask one very, very important question, Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you know what is a Sporting. A Sporting is a soccer team in Portugal, um, and their colors are green and white. And I've seen gray, and I feel like I've seen orange. I don't know. They used to do like a yellow. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if they've ever done orange in my lifetime. They also did like a nasty gold. Oh, I I hated those. Uh, Besides the point. Um, (laughs) uh, They're they're considered one of the big three. Mm -hmm. Can Uh, you name the other big two? The other two are uh, FC Port and Sporting the Benfica. That's it. Yep, Benfica. And um, close enough. We'll give you, uh, a, po- we'll give you yeah. a close. You got three two fourths out of, of three. a point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna give him full points. Well, I can never get full points. I was gonna say there's three initials and you got two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you give him three fourths. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a fourth just for you know. Oh yeah, you get you you got more than you should have. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting into weird fraction talks. <laughs> Yeah, see, you, you you wanted to get away from talking about the girls, but now we're going to talk about math. Um, I'm getting away from that. Is that banner falling? It is, isn't it? <laughs> um, can you do you know the full name of Sporting? Uh, sporting, uh, we crap our pants at the end of every season. <laughs> Club de Portugal. Wrong. The beginning of every season. <laughs> no, we start the season. Uh, yeah. We start the season strong. Pants. The middle In of the, the middle is when ah, we start. There you go. And then we Losing dust them against off. the bottom of the table. We dust off the pants, put them back on, then we're good again. <laughs> yeah. yes. We get a new coach. The full name of Spartling is Spartling Craps the Pants. <laughs> That's what the CP stands for. <laughs> no one understood. Craps the Pants, Club de Portugal. <laughs> um, God. So great. Yeah, we're talking about Spartling Club Portugal. Three out of the four of us is favorite soccer team. Yeah. Portuguese, yeah, Portuguese soccer, soccer team. team. Yep. 
Uh, so we're going to go through a little bit of the history of this fantastic historic club, and uh, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> so, foundation, 1902 to 1906. Spartan Club de Portugal has its origins in June 1902 when young men Francisco de Pont, Horta Gavaza, and his brother José Maria those decided are... to create Sport Club de Belge. Those... Oh, wait a minute. Ah, oh, okay. Twist. First of all, there's a few. Okay. First of all, great names. Yes. Art... Arta? Arta Gavaz. Like garden? Arta. Jardim is garden. Hour. That's what I meant. Hour. H O R T A. H O R T A. Yeah. Hour. It'd be like the Spanish form of what? Time. Hour. That's not hour. Number two. That's later than I expected. No, I thought well, they would have been... I knew 1906. Yeah, the official... Oh, let me get to it. So the, this club is the first ancestor Spartling. They played just one match at the end of the year summer and then was disbanded. Two years later, the idea of creating a football club was revived, and this time with the Gavazu brothers joined by José Velad and ah. José Stromp, a Stromp. new... Stromp. Yeah. Ah. A new club, the Camp Grand Football Club, was founded. <laughs> They played their matches on the estate of the Visconti of Alvalade, José Alvalade's grandfather, where the club's headquarters located in Francisco Gavazu's home. So much like what we're doing right now, doing like, business from a home. Oh. <laughs> so they just played soccer at someone's house. Yep. And they, they had a club. They just but, got in the backyard and yeah. kicked the ball around. Kicked a pig bladder after a Matusa. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, okay, I because I, it's the one of the big three. I just, I don't know. I always thought they were, like, in the 1800s kind of thing. But, eh, I mean, they're close. Well, there was, I don't think there was much formalized soccer too much before this. I think Bifika started just a few years prior. Uh, I could actually pull that up. Um, no, that's pretty cool. Because so, the big three are their earliest, right? Uh, yes. I'm a, well, some I, of them. I would argue. See, I know Port came later. Yeah. I, well, actually. I don't, know, I don't know if Port was founded later, but I know Port became a bigger Here it club is, uh, later. later. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Port was founded in September 28th, 1893. Oh. And Befica was founded wrong. February 28th, 1904. So everything I said was wrong. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> awesome. Good start to the episode. Uh, so for two years, the club developed an intense activity on several sports, namely soccer, tennis, and fencing. The club also organized parties and picnics. Eventually, during one of the picnics, on April 12, 1906, discussions erupted, and some of the members defended that the club should only be focused on organizing picnics and social events, with <laughs> another group defending that club should be focused of practicing of sports instead. <laughs> so there was That is... Some guys were just like, hey, let's do these social parties, and these guys uh-huh. were like, no, we want to play soccer. Do you think that's why Spartan sucks right now? Is because the organization is like, we're a picnic planning committee, not a soccer club. It's like right off the bat, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, right off the bat, we were, like, fa- it's we were in, destined for failure. It's in our bylaws. We're, we're picnic planning. <laughs> it was scratched also, off yeah. and then put soccer. <laughs> the thing is, like, okay, also, it's soccer, tennis, and fencing. Yeah. Those are weird. The, the, for, especially a, <laughs> for like 1906. Yeah, it's okay. It's 1906. Your friends get together. They're playing a bit of soccer. They decide to start a club, and their favorite things to do are play soccer, play tennis, fence, and, and have, have picnics. picnics. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Nothing says like chill Sunday like sword fighting. You know, <laughs> <laughs> true sword fighting out at the park with your homies. It definitely sounds like this is like the really hoity toities that started yeah. this club. Like, yeah. So you, during all this bickering, uh, a, a couple like a few. 
months later, Jose Gavaz and Jose Alvalade and 17 other members left the club with a letter saying, I am going to have me, <laughs> my grandfather. Uh, <laughs> they wrote a letter. Yeah. A strongly worded letter. Yeah, I am going to have with me my grandfather, and he will give me money to make another club. <laughs> I mean, this was before technology, Luis. I know, like, no, but like, and it, wasn't, that, it wasn't like they told them, it was like they left a strongly worded no- letter that I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that was the founding of the Spartan Club de Portugal as oh we know it. Oh my goodness. And it's three my... months later on July 1st, 1906, and Antonio Felix da Costa Jr. suggested the name Spartan Club de Portugal, and this date is considered the official day Spartan was founded. Oh my goodness. That what? is the weirdest four years. <laughs> yeah. You got the dudes like, well, my daddy's going to pay for all of this. My avo is going <laughs> to give me a, a field, and we could do things, and you guys have your picnics. <laughs> We're going to go be a big-time soccer team. You watch. You'll see. They'll all see. <laughs> ah, you're not going to be that good. And then he went on to found the Benfica. And then he was probably right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the early years, 1907 to 1946. Is there? Sorry, is there like a club? Do you think there's a club? Uh, you know how they have their emblem on? They have like their flag. Uh-huh. Do you think they have one that's picnic based? <laughs> like just like a basket well, instead a diff- of the lion? Club. Oh, okay. Because they, they like, they split, no, yeah. they split. They split the pony. So did that picnicking club continue to I be have a no thing? Idea. I don't hear we about have to it. Do it, it became, I'll have to look into that. It became Boa Vista. Because <laughs> like, of the, the checkered like. Oh, blanket. there you go. That became the flag. <laughs> That tracks. So the nineteen, the year nineteen oh seven marked some firsts for the club as Spartan played the first football match of their history uh, on February third, ending in a five one defeat against third division <laughs> club Cruz Negra. Sounds Jeez. about right. So it's been a tough, it's been a tough lifetime for you guys, huh? Yeah. You guys have your moments where you're like, woohoo. Well, I mean, we started our history off with a loss, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> it just started off it on the wrong tracks. foot. And then yeah. just expect it to be the same throughout. Pre- like, Pre- present day Spartan, we're still losing the third division it's, teams five to one. Like. It's it should have been like they do for high school for their uh, their opening game. They usually play someone that's like like lower than them, so that's like a, usually it's a guarantee to win to start mm-hmm. off well. No, I bet you they did. They probably, well, they probably did. <laughs> Damn it! Well, didn't, didn't you say third division? Yeah, like, we lost yeah. against oh, a third division team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Did they, did they? Were they a first division? Uh, probably st- not. I can't well, I'm they, assuming we were. They started because, as that? Yeah. I bet probably, because it was back then, it was just like that was the league. Yeah. And then, like, I'm pretty sure if you paid enough money, you could get into the league. Yeah, that makes sense. And he had I a, don't think there was like any rules of yeah, like. Yeah, Volvlad, so. Yeah, Volvlad was making bank back then, I guess. <laughs> so that same year, on July 4th, they played their first derby of all time against local rivals, SLB Fica, then known as Group Sport Lisboa. Oh, sorry. This was on for December first. the The other game was on the June. July fourth. Oh, no, it was J- February third. Oh, <laughs> they inaugurated their 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 field on July fourth, and they played the first derby of all time against Befica on December first. Oh, there you go. So they were rivals already. Well, they were in the same city, so. So it was just like assumed rivals. There wasn't like an actual rivalry yeah. yet. Yeah, no, it was like Tulare Union, Tulare Western kind of thing. It's like okay. once the next school opens up, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, we hate them. <laughs> <laughs> these, go. We're going to beat these picnic boys up so good. We're going <laughs> to yeah. steal their lunch money. Them old picnic boys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Steal their lunch money. They're having a picnic. It's true. <laughs> We're going to steal their lunch. <laughs> steal their sandwiches. A bunch of Yogi Bears and picnic boys. Hey, they're boo-boo. <laughs> We're going to steal their picnic basket. Okay, Yogi. <laughs> oh, it would be so good if Benfica's logo was, a or bear, mascot bear. was a bear. <laughs> so the club released their first report card on March 31st, 1922, Titled Bulletin de Sporting or Sporting's Report. What were what did they get in math? <laughs> Probably an F. Probably. <laughs> Five to one. No, they're great in math. They just suck at uh, uh, PE. <laughs> so that was leading to the foundation to the later called Journal de Sporting, the official newspaper of the club that still exists today. And really, I didn't know that was. So here's the answer to your question before. Uh, Sporting played the first Primera Liga game, the first division, ever on January 20th, 1935, oh. winning 6-0 against Academia de Coimbra. Wow. Nice. nice. Yeah. Take that, you yellow you and guys. black jerks. Um, a year later, in 1936, the club had their heaviest defeat ever against Sport. <laughs> losing, anyone want to guess? 12-0. Damn it, 12 Ten. is going to be my number. 10. Uh, I'm going to go, oh, I'm just going to shoot the gap and say 11. Ten to one. Dang ah. it! No, you know you got the right number, but I got the right number. No one got the not, differential. Yeah. Sporting, however, got the revenge a year later when they humbled the same team with a killing. A six to two. Uh, thirteen of four. Five zero. Nine to one. Oh. All right. All right. Nah. In 1941, under the guidance of Hungarian manager Josef Szabo. Zabo. Zabo. That's it. Josef Zabo. Oh, yeah. Zabi boy. <laughs> the the Zabster. The club celebrated their first league title of their history. Well, 1941. Yay. 1941. With the old Zab boy? Yeah. With the old Zabs. Wow. It only Woo-hoo. took, what, uh, my math is terrible, 20 years. 35 years. Wait, what year? 1906 to 1941. Oh, yep. You're right. Yep. 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 Basically, people's whole fan. He's got good math skills. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> some people's whole lifetimes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got, what? 20 more years, Derek? Uh, <laughs> 20 more years? For 40 years? Oh, or what 35. Was, oh 35. 35. <laughs> oh. You got 10 years. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, in my lifetime? I'm like, you want me to die at 42? No, 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 no. Like, oh. You got this. Jeez. All right. Next segment. The golden years and fading. <laughs> 1947 to 1974. It's got a good heading. Is it like two years of like woo? Just a just a, a spiral down. Just like wow. And well, like, being a fan, it sure feels like the it. Golden that's years like just fading. naming a movie after like of after the death of someone. You yeah. know what I mean? Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the good times, and then they suck again. <laughs> the good time. It's like the good times in Han Solo dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Spoilers. So I didn't say what movie. <laughs> if they haven't seen it by <laughs> he then. He still dies. Yeah, well. Okay. So the football team, uh, it says football here. It's a soccer team. We're not in New England. <laughs> or <Okay>. America. <laughs> okay. USA. Uh, so the soccer team. <laughs> the soccer team had their height during the 1940s and 50s. Spearheaded by Fernand Perteo, José Travas, Alban Pereira, uh, Pereira, sorry. Jesus Koya and Manuel Vasquez in a quintet named the Sink Vilings. That's a great combo. The five violins. That's what a not nice as great. <laughs> the five. Wait, wait. What? The five violins. What a nice quartet. Huh? I said quintet. You, I? Said quartet. you said quartet. I meant quintet. <laughs> no, it was it's four of them. Day. Four of them were really good, and the fifth one was just there for he support. He played the tuba. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. Four violins and a tuba. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't even play strings. He just played a tuba. <laughs> 
With the violins? Well, it was whichever one was Korea was the drummer. Yeah. And then it's the <laughs> four <laughs> violins. Or manual, because there was a manual and a Korea. You were there in spirit from the beginning. But I didn't want to be. <laughs> With the violins' help, Sporting won seven league titles in eight seasons between 1947 and 1954, oh, including the a then years. unprecedented four in a row from 1950 to 1951 <laughs> onwards. <laughs> the 50-51 the season onwards. That doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Thank Fernand you, Derek. the most known of the violins, is considered one of the greatest Portuguese players of all time. So, Spartling and the Yugoslavian team. Uh, yes, <laughs> that, uh, is, that is. We'll get there. It's not going to be covered in this episode, but we'll get there. No, it's it'll okay. be covered. No, it won't be covered. Today. It will 100% be nah, covered. It's not Just be covered wait. Today. <laughs> so, Spartling and the Yugoslavian team, Partizan. Yep, that's it. Both made history on September 4th, 1955, as they played the first ever UEFA Champions Clubs Cup match. Sporting's player, João Martins, scored the first ever goal of the competition on the 14th minute, and the match ended in a 3-3 draw. That's the worst part about soccer. You can literally watch a game for five hours, and it'll still just be a draw. Yeah. Did you watch it for two hours, and then just watched it again, and then watched it halfway through? Obviously, you've never... Like, seemed like a really good game. Okay. I've had some... Oh, I've, like... Okay, you're saying everything? Yeah. All right. It's not fine, Spar- <laughs> It feels pretty damn close. <laughs> Spartling also inaugurated their new venue, Giselle Vallad Stadium, on June 10th, 1956. And it would be their home ground until 2003. <laughs> Correct me if... Uh, Giselle was the, the original founder or the grandpa? Giselle Vallad was the founder. His okay. grandpa was the one who was the bankroll. Okay. Um, where are we at? In the 1960s, Sporting achieved continental success, winning the 1963-64 UEFA Cup Winners' Cup, defeating MTK Budapest of Hungary in the final. It was the only time a Portuguese team side won a UEFA Cup Winners' Cup title. The to, team to this day, to this day, well, that, that competition no longer exists. We're taking yeah. it. <laughs> no one's ever gonna beat us now. <laughs> So the team entered the competition, defeating Atalanta in the qualifying round. Then passed. There it goes. There goes the banner. <laughs> and he fell on the side you didn't expect it to fall. The team entered the competition, defeating Atalanta in the qualifying round. Then passed Cypriot Club, Applewell, in what was the biggest win in a single UEFA competition game to date. Anyone want to guess? Six to one. Twelve to two. Eight zero. Sixteen one. Oh, sixteen to a one. A record that still stands today. That's a lot of goals. Speaking of success, I'm gonna we're gonna take a second here to talk to you about Rooster Camisa and their very successful shirts They're and everything awesome. else they have. They're awesome shirts. Do you have one, Manuel? I do have one. Do you have one, Luis? I do have one. I also have one. They were nice enough to get us one when we started the sponsorship deal. And I got to tell you what. I personally love my Rooster Camisa shirt. I spent all day in it at that Portuguese festival. Me in too. Uh, and I was I was the first one to say I put it on and I was like I think I'm gonna have to change out of this because I'm gonna sweat. 
I didn't. Yeah. Didn't. I was comfortable. It was so, dude, very comfortable. Are we putting this on the docket? Rooster Camisa shirts prevent sweating? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Plausible? Maybe. Plausible. Well, Possible. you'll have to check it out for yourself. If you want to go grab a snazzy Rooster Camisa tee, go on over to roostercamisa.com and, and grab yourself one. But if t-shirts are not your cup of tea, huh? <laughs> Nailed it. Did there, Perfect. You can get a mug for toffee. <laughs> Why not tea? Because <laughs> you don't like tea. And mugs? He doesn't like coffee either. Well, you can put <laughs> whatever you want. chocolate milk. You can put whatever you want in your mug. But they have beautiful design mugs. They have little mini rooster galbacelles. They have aprons. They have aprons. They've got tablecloths. They've got drawstring bags. They have all kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. And where can I get all this good stuff, Lois? Can you remind me? RoosterCamisa.com. I said that earlier. Yep. <laughs> and if you use our promo code CABSHOW19. CABSHOW19. That's CABSHOW, the number one and the number nine. CABSHOW19. And they'll know that we sent you there. Rooster Camisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products. They lost 4-1 to one to Manchester United at the Old Trafford in the first hand, but a remarkable comeback at home, winning 5-0 in the semifinals. Jesus, soccer yeah. seemed like it was so much more... Uh, what's the word? Aggressive, like, like intense? intense. Not intense, but it's so like open. Big differentials. Yeah. Probably, I, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards what Joseph was saying. It's like if you had the money to, if your owner had the money to be there, you were there. It doesn't matter how good you actually were. Yeah, but like even but like they would win a big mar- by a big margin and then lose by a big. That margin. just means that somebody else had, had a lot had more, had more money too. <laughs> in the semifinals, cows. Sporting eliminated Lyon, and in the end. MTK Budapest in a two-round final to win their first European title. The winning goal was scored by João Moraes from a direct corner kick. And the club reached the semifinals of the Cup Winners' Cup in 1974, but lost to eventual winners FC Medgeburg of East Germany. Those guys don't exist anymore. Another win for Sporting. Boom, boom. Moo, moo. <laughs> I knew I knew it. <laughs> All right, next segment. The first league title drought. There we go. There it is. 1982 to 2000. <laughs> That's so long. Does that count as a drought? Yeah. 18 years? Yeah, I think so. No, I mean, well, because... I mean, it's a, it's a drought that leads into a serious, serious depression. After <laughs> what happened before, that's a drought. English I mean, manager Malcolm Allison arrived at Sporting in 1981, and under his guidance, the club won the domestic double, the league title in the Portuguese Cup, in 1982. In the years between 82 and 2000, Sporting suffered from a drought of titles. Despite defeating rivals Benfica 4-0 on aggregate to win the Portuguese Super Cup in 1987, Sporting fans had to wait until 1995 Jeez. to see their team win some silverware <laughs> after beating Sport Club, Club Sport Maritimo 2-0 in the final of the 1995 Portuguese Cup. Derek, when were you born? I was born in 1996. Ah, it's you. <laughs> 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 no, what are you talking about? They just did They're terrible for years. To, cl- to clarify, I didn't mean, does that count as a drought? I meant, does the two years that they won a title count as an end of a drought? Yeah. This is shush. Like, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting anyways, it. I it's okay. You get a little rain in a drought, but overall, yeah, it's like still California a was in a drought, then it rained from yeah, time exactly. to time. Derek, so anyways, what happened was in 1995, they started to pick up some steam, and then you were born, and then they're like, we're done. <laughs> I mean, I didn't become a fan until 2004. So. I mean, you missed it, you, you missed it, and you messed it up all, all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> so harsh. 
I mean, if it if it takes me switching teams for Sporting to win something, then you know like, what you do. You go call, on, me, call me a Boavista fan. Un- just like, go walk around, cover. walk around your house in a in a Benfica jersey. I feel like it'd catch on fire. I feel like you probably get kicked out of the house. <laughs> but I mean, if you tell your if you tell your dad, this is what I'm trying to do. He's going undercover. I'm just trying to to flip the magic. Then maybe, just maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe. Just I mean, maybe, you don't have to be a you don't have to be a Benfica fan. No, no, no. If I switch teams, I'm switching to like none of the top three. No, sure. you have to do you have to do one of the big three, or no. else or else the curse is still there. Well, There's a curse, the curse now. It's a curse now. It's a curse now. You're so selfish, Derek. I mean, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> if it takes me switching teams to like, <laughs> I mean, I'll, like if, if if of any of the top three, I'm switching to fourth. Of like, I can't I can't be a Befica fan. I no. I hate Befica way too much. Just wear like, their just wear the jersey one time. Take a picture of it. Send it to all your friends. I'm gonna screenshot it and post it on Instagram and just Facebook. <laughs> Just a lot of laughing. Are you who breathed heavily into the microphone? Me. Oh, <laughs> he's struggling really hard with this. Anyway, Joseph, like, just, go on. Just thinking about it. <laughs> God. The victory of the 1995 Portuguese Cup guaranteed Sporting a place in the following season's Portuguese Super Cup. After drawing 0-0 at Rosal Valad Stadium and securing a 2-2 draw to Stadio de Antas, a replay match was held on April 30th, 1996, at the Parc des Princes in Paris. Sporting won 3-0 with Sapint scoring twice and Carlos Xavier scoring a stoppage time penalty in the same 1995-96 season. Sporting also reached... Oh, sorry. That's a different sentence. <laughs> That's, I usually how periods yeah. work. In the same 1995-96 season, Sporting also reached the Portuguese Cup final but lost 3-1 to Benfica. Highlights of this time also include a 7-1 victory over arch-rivals Benfica Ooh. at the Old Jesus Alvalade Stadium on December 14, 1986. Sporting also reached the UEFA Cup semifinal in 91, losing against Internacional. Also, Barcelona and Real Madrid were both tied and defeated in Lisbon when playing against Sporting in the old UEFA Cup 1986-87 and 94-95 seasons, respectively. So... Still not terrible, but not we just great. didn't win anything. Yeah. So they're the just, turn of the millennium. They're just there. Yeah, we're like just me. Peanut butter on a window. Turn of the millennium in 2000, so 2000 to 2002. In 2000, Sporting, led by manager Agustinas, a former Sporting player who replaced Giuseppe Matarazzi at the beginning of the season. Great coach names. <laughs> if, you my could see my, if you could see my Fabio fingers right boopy. now. We had, the Italian we had the Zambo boy. And we had Giuseppe. <laughs> I forgot any other ones. Matarazzi, or is that what you said? Yeah. So Spartan led Great by Augusti Nas won the league title on the last match day with a 4-0 victory over Salgage, ending a 18-year drought. We did it. In the following season, Spartan conquered the 2000 Super Cup, but came third in the league. Conquered. Uh. <laughs> In 2001-2002, led by coach Laszlo Bologna, Spartan <laughs> conquered their 18th no, league title. No, don't continue. <laughs> Laszlo Bologna. You guys had a lunch meet as you said. We are the picnic club. Well, we are club. the picnic club. <laughs> you guys are having a tough time trying to figure out how you won, how you can't win. Why Why is being a sporting fan so tough? You, you have, hire you have, hire meats. We, have, we won with we meats. Laszlo, Laszlo Baloney was a good coach. We had Frank lunch meat as the coach. <laughs> I didn't know this. This is the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. We've had Zambo. 
Is it Zambo? <laughs> Some Zambo? Zambo ham? Zambo? Zabo? Zabo? Gavazo? Zabo? Gavazo? No, that wasn't the other. I'm talking about Zabo. The guy, the coach that was Yugoslavian or something. Oh, Joseph. Joseph Zabo. Zabo. And then we got Giuseppe, and we got. So you've got a car, you've got a lunch meat, Giuseppe Maserati or something like that. Yeah, Maserati Giuseppe, and now we have. We got a lunch meat. What's the first name? Maloney. Laszlo. Laszlo Maloney. Laszlo Maloney. My Maloney has a first name. It's L A L Z O L A. Laszlo. Hey, that's hard to spell. L A Z L O. Nah, it starts, it starts off real good. You're like, Lazlo, that's cool. He's got a camp. And then it goes to Baloney. <laughs> oh my. Camp. You remember that show? <laughs> camp Lazlo? That that's a deep cut right I there. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so under Coach Baloney, <laughs> Sporting conquered their 18th league title, the Portuguese Cup, and a 2002 Portuguese <laughs> Super Cup. I can only imagine yeah. the, like, the news article titles. When bologna were, wins. Yeah. <laughs> Lunge, Best bologna. <laughs> bologna stacks. The That's other not team. a bunch of bologna. <laughs> Sporting wins. <laughs> Surprise. We're not a bunch of lunch meats anymore. <laughs> Picnic club who? We're back to playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the dark years were just them. They just went back to going to picnics. This team ain't phony, not with bologna. Ah. Nice. All right, here we're going on to the next segment. Uh, <laughs> this one's real sad because it goes second league title drought 2002, and it just has a dash <laughs> <laughs> to be <Yep>. determined <laughs> to now. <laughs> All right, 2002. The first one, the first segment goes 2002, 2009. Sporting have failed to win the Premier League again since 2002. In the 0405 season, Josep Pizzetta led Sporting and was leading the Premier League, um, and was trailing a remarkable journey in the UEFA Cup. However, at the end of the season, the team eventually lost all chances of winning any trophy that season. The first setback had already happened in January 26, 2005, when Sporting was eliminated from the Taça Portugal after losing 7-6 to six on penalties against Benfica. Uh. Nevertheless, Sporting was able to reach the leadership of the Primeira Liga, and on May 5th, the team booked their second European final after defeating, defeating the Dutch team, AZ Alkmaar, in the UEFA Cup. I remember that game. It was fantastic. What year was this yeah. again? Uh, 2005. Okay. Yeah. 2005? You remember that oh, game? Oh, dude, that game was phenomenal because we were, <coughs> we were away, and we needed to... And it was going back and forth. Wait, the, the whole the game. game was away, or you personally? The were game away? was away. Okay. I skipped school to watch this game. <laughs> so you were also away. Yeah, well, well I was at home, <laughs> away from school. Yeah, I was at home. <laughs> they were away. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great because it was going back and forth, and it went into overtime, and then we were losing three to one. But if we lost three to two, we still would have gone to the final. Because of aggregate yeah, yeah, goalie. Yeah, yeah. So the last play in the match is a corner kick. And Gerd, the goalie, goes up to give a header. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, <laughs> Mike, why is the goalie going up there? We need him back. This is in unprecedented the- soccer. We-, we need him in the back to save the goal. My dad's like, no, because if they score another one, big deal. We need to score. This is the last play of the game. And guess what? We scored. Oh, my goodness. And we go to the final. And we're all excited. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> So, Dash. while waiting for the final on May 14th, Spartan lost its penultimate match in the Premier League oh. against Benfica oh. and oh. dropped to third place. I also remember that watching this game because I was at Smola's house and he was really excited because he's a Benfica fan and we were real sad because we're Spartan fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sentence 
We started off great. We were at Cebola's house. <laughs> and he was happy because he was a Benfica fan and we were sad because we were a Swarting fan. And also because he's Cebola and onions make you cry. <laughs> Where did he get that nickname from? Who knows? He probably smells like Cebola. I, I hope not. I hope so that's not the by reason. By the end of that season, the team eventually finished the 4045 Premier Liga in third place because of that game. And lastly, playing the 2005 UEFA Cup final on their home ground <laughs> in May 18, Sporting lost a 1 0 halftime league against Russian side CSKA 1 3. I also watched this game, also skipped school, and this time I was very sad. You should probably stop skipping yeah, school. Yeah, stop skipping school. Oh, no, you, it worked the first time, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's just, oh, whatever. You that was what? also the same year that Spartan came down to play the San Jose Earthquakes, and we went to go watch it. We got uh, Pedro Barbaza's signature, and that's the only cool one, really. That's on the ball? Yeah, it's on the ball. Well, Nelson and Thiag, the other two Nelson goalies. And, and then I finally yeah. finished the set by getting Hikar's signature, so that's I got cool. all three goalies from the 2004-2005 that's uh, the season. weirdest collection. And Canada. <laughs> oh, I do have Canadas. And Pait. And Pait. Yeah. Do you have the real Canada? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, let me know when you get a bologna signature. That's when I'll be impressed, my man. Just have Tony Bologna sign your ball. <laughs> so in the following years, Spartling had back-to-back wins in the Portuguese Cup in 2007 and 2008, Woo! led by coach Paul Bent. The club almost reached another European final in 2012, but were dropped out of the competition by Atletico Bilbao in the semifinals of 2011-2012. Sporting also reached, for the first time, the knockout phase of the UEFA Champions League in 2008-2009, where they were roundly defeated by Bayern Munich in an aggregate loss of... Oh, boy. 8-4. 7-2. Uh, to to it was 8-1. to 12-1. to 12-1. Ah, <laughs> I wanted to say 12. Yeah. I wanted to say 12. This is widely regarded as one of the lowest points of the club's history. Yeah. I can see why. What year was this? And they had 2008 uh, <laughs> 9. I remember that game as well. I remember them losing 7 to 1, but I, did, I couldn't remember the second game. Yeah, it was 5 0. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, finances in the 2013 election. Uh, probably broke. <laughs> you can't win. If, you, if you're going to lose games, you're not going to get too many people yeah. buying your stuff. Well, well I want to go, go through these, these, <laughs> these stupid Americans. I want to go through these next few segments a little quicker because they're, they're a little bit longer and they and get just, a little bit more complex. Are they interesting but they're, they're, at all? I don't know if they're interesting, but they're important. <laughs> <laughs> to the okay. At least to me. <laughs> all right. Just, this is my time. Uh, what's it called? Thunder thunder round? <sighs> Thundercats. Light, yeah. Lightning round. Thundercats. So, to Nandler Bong. <laughs> Life. After years of financial mismanagement, Sporting had amassed debts exceeding 276 million dollars uh, euros by 2011. <laughs> the results wow. on the pitch were also negative. With Sporting finishing seventh in the 2012-13 Premier League, their lowest finish ever, managerial changes. Oh, sorry, that's a sentence. <laughs> managerial changes occurred <laughs> within months or weeks apart. From this is a mess. So from, from November 2009 to May 2013, nine managers were contracted with none of them lasting an entire season. Jesus Christ. Yep. In 2013, after pressure from club members, President Gudring Lops resigned. And shortly after, Brun Kervais was elected president in a snap election. Kervais' intentions were to renegotiate the club's debt payment schedule with the banks involved, who by now have pardoned Sporting in millions of euros and to return success to the football team while threatening to take Gudunglops to court. Kadvaj's selection brought Angolan investors to the club, mostly notably Alvrus Bruin through Holdimu, who holds $20 million shares, 20 million shares of Sporting's um, 
financial yes. thing. It's the SAD, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Uh, their, I don't know what it stands for. It's a Sociedad Anonima Desportiva. It's like their uh, limited company. Yeah, there's yeah. like the stock options. Yeah. It's called SAD. SAD. That's yeah. appropriate for Sporting. <laughs> yep. On uh, June 5th, 2015, it was released, an, uh, an audit was released that analyzed the management of Sporting in the past 20 years. It concluded that in 94, the club had 55 million uh, euros worth of real estate assets and almost non-existent debt. By 2013, oh. real estate assets were almost non-existent and the club had amassed 331 euros, million euros of debt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 330 euros. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Their new stadium, completed in 2003, cost 74% more than what was expected. Jesus. While their training facility cost 24% more, with the, uh, with the costs of the new Alvalade neighborhood, a real estate complex located around the stadium, overshooted, overshot in 60%. Such complex... Oh my gosh. The such complex was almost entirely sold in the following years, many estates of which were sold below market prices. From 1995 to 2013, the club invested 261 million uh, euros in the soccer team. However, with few sport... With few sports and financial results. That doesn't make any sense. The audit criticized many football transfers in the 2000s in which the club paid commissions well above market prices to player agents that discovered that Spartan hadn't even paid commissions without evidence in written contracts. So they were uh, not paying their players. Oh, cool. It was a mess. That sounds like it. They needed uh, the baloney of the accounting department is what that yeah. was necessary. They, they were giving them lunch meat instead. Of, uh, <laughs> the audit also concluded that administrations from 95 to 2013 invented, intended, to invented. Convert, intended to convert Spartling, a multi-sports club, exclusively into a soccer club. Oh. Although they did not they were openly going, admit so. I thought they were going back to picnicking. <laughs> Full-time picnicking. Moreover, the audit also pointed out evidence of mismanagement and conflicts uh, by several administrators. Considering the audit's results, club members approved the expulsion of Guzling Lopsch as an associate of the club in June of 2015. Really- 2013 to present. Oh, boy. Led by coach Leonardo Zerling in the 2013-14 season, Sporting finished second in the league, thus gaining direct access to the 14-15 UEFA Champions League, their first Champions League appearance in five years. In the 14-15 season, Sporting won their first, or yeah, their first 16th, no, sorry. In the 2014-15 season, Sporting won their 16th Portuguese club cup in dramatic fashion. The Lisbon side, led by Marc Silva, played the final against Braga, and after a disastrous start, found themselves losing 2-0 at halftime and playing with only 10 men after the sending off of Cedric Swash. With the final seemingly lost, Islam Slimani gave some hope to the fans as he scored the 1-2 on the 83rd minute. In stoppage time, Freddie Montero managed to equalize, forcing extra time. Sporting ultimately won the match 3-1 on penalties. Celebrations ended in a Pacific pitch invasion of Ishtad Alvalad by the fans as the club touched silverware for the first time in seven years. Yeah, I remember watching that game during uh, Tipton's mm-hmm. uh, parade. Yeah, in June 2015, Georges Zouge joined Sporting after Benfica opted not to renew his contract as coach of their club, signing a three-year contract. Presented as the new manager of the Sporting club on July 1st, the managerial change <coughs> took the rivalry to both Lisbon clubs of both Lisbon clubs to new heights. Under Zouge's tenure, Sporting won the Portuguese Super Cup for the eighth time 
against back-to-back champions Benfica. But despite a positive start, Sporting did not win any other trophy, finishing second in the Primeira Liga with 86 points, two points behind Benfica, despite breaking their own points record in the league. So they did really well for themselves, but not well enough. Yeah, because we lost against Benfica like 10 games before the season was over because Brian Huiz doesn't know how to shoot a ball at an open goal. Two, the best of two games back-to-back. Could yep. have had the winning goal, and he hit the post. Following a trophyless <laughs> season, Sporting won their first Tass of the Liga on a penalty shootout against Vitoria Stubel. However, on May 15th, days after finishing third in the league, several players and coaches were attacked by around 50 supporters of Sporting at the club's training ground. Five days later, Sporting lost the Portuguese Cup to Avj. About a month later, following the recessions of nine players, yep, Rune Carvalho was dismissed by the club members after a general assembly on June 23rd. I remember that. That was a insane. butt show. Yep. yep. So that's a, a brief history of uh, brief. <laughs> that was. I mean, it's kind of brief. That's everything. That's pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it goes from picnic club to <laughs> good times to bad times and still, still bad, bad times. times. <laughs> to, to we might as well go back to being a picnic club. Let's go back to baloney. Hashtag bring back baloney. <laughs> How do you bring spell it? B a l o n e y or b- like baloney? B o l o n i. But with the umlauts is over the O's. B o l o n i. Umlauts is over O's. Umlauts. Is it umlauts? Oh, it's like bologna. Oh, yeah, you know how to speak. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to speak umlauts. No, I don't. <laughs> but you learned, didn't you? You learned a I learned bit. How, I learned the words to Beethoven Ninth, and okay. that's it. <laughs> but you learned what to do with, with umlauts, right? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> umlauts and umlauts and all those other louses. Louses. All those other ladies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> ladies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So here we have. Uh, where is it at? Where'd it go? I don't know. You tell us. Where'd it go? What is it? Oh, here it is. Here I got a list of Spartan CP all-time scorers with their goals. Perroteo played for Spartan from 1937 to 1949 and scored a total of... What was the years again? How many years? What was 37 to 49. So uh, 12 years. 12, years. Uh, okay. um, 12 goals. Uh, 62. 230. 540 goals in 334 games. I knew it was a lot. Yeah. He is technically, on paper, the highest scoring Portuguese soccer player of all time. Not. Well, his. His. Is? Is? I think so. Maybe not. You're making that claim. Well, Well, I mean, like. It's either Ronaldo (laughs) or him. Yeah. One of the two. We'll give it that. I'm pretty sure it's Ronaldo. But, like, in terms of people who who are playing, who played strictly in Portugal. Or like their time in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. Well, Portuguese that. league goal all time scorer. Oh, mm-hmm. oh then then you, then yeah, for sure him. All right, number two, Manuel Fernandes. Fernandes played for Sporting from 1975 to 1987 and scored a total of 255 goals. I oh, I thought, we were, I thought we were going to guess. Manuel Vasque, we're not doing that for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Manuel Vasque, uh, from 46 to 59, 221 goals. Manuel Suede from 33 to 45, 204 goals. We got a lot of manuals. Rui Jordan played from 77 to 87 with a total of 187 goals. In number six, Liedson played from in Sporting for, from 2003 to 2011, scored a total of 173 goals. Wow. Adolf Albing Murong from 28 to 44 with a total of 170 goals. <coughs> 
In eighth, João Baptista Martins. Martins. <laughs> Martins. Martins. <laughs> <laughs> John the Baptist Martins 166 goals Anton Jesus Correa 43 to 53 156 we, goals We had a John the Baptist and a Jesus Yep How and, are we so bad And Alban Narciso Because you Pereira, took you took those, biblical figures and he's he from the Cinque Villings that was the good oh. times Alban Narciso Pereira uh, 43 to 57 with 153 goals So most of those guys were the five violins if mm. no one caught the names uh, those guys were Which studs. one was the tuba? Well, um, manual. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, the club. So I'm in the trophy room right here. It's so, so we empty in here. One Taça dos Vencedores das Taças. No, so one sporting, Sporting's the most winningest club in Portugal. Well, no. But not just in soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is soccer. just soccer. But like, if you take out their soccer stuff, like, <laughs> they're, they're, that's where if they're If you take at. out their soccer stuff, <laughs> it's, it's they're still full. the most. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're, they're, they're still the best. <laughs> Uh, it's just like one liquor cabinet full of cups. <laughs> and then everything else is like, here's our skee-ball thro- trophies. It's just cabinets full. Because no one ball? else plays skee-ball. Or a sports. A sports. Skee-ball as in like the thing you play at Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're real good at that. Yeah, big fudge, you know. <laughs> they got one cup winner's cup. Yeah. I met your mother. That was, oh, okay. that was his thing. One cup winner's cup, 22 campeonato nacional, 16 taças de Portugal, 8 super taças, Two Tasa de Ligas, which were in the last two years. Woohoo! Woohoo! And boats. one Tasa Imperio. That was one in 1944. I don't know what, what that was from. That sounds like it's church related. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and here I have. Uh, so on the Sporting page, there was a, a, a tab that says Curiosities. It says 112 years of Sporting Club de Portugal, 112 curiosities sobre o nosso amor. Whoa! <laughs> so there's 112 curiosities. Manual, give me a number. I'll read that curiosity. Between 1 and 112, obviously. Right. Um, you can't go with that number. You have to go with the nice number. 70. That's not the nice number. 70. Um, the oh, everybody knows what about. I'm thinking when I'm saying 70. I just can't yes. say you can say 60. Okay, so these no, aren't all I mean, about soccer. Number. These aren't all about soccer, it's all about stuff in general. So, the world record for the 10,000 meter race uh, belongs to Fernand Mamed in 1984 uh, with the Stockholm. Huh. Stockholm, I don't know. Oh, in Stockholm, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep, in Stockholm. <laughs> and he ran it in 27 minutes and 13.81 seconds. Dope. Luis, give me a number. Uh, 17. 17. I'm saying seven. Never mind, seven. Seven? Seven. The first clock, and the clock is like the, uh, the super fans was founded in Portugal, the Juventude Leonina, in March 19th, 1976. That was the first, like, sup- like... Their first clock. Okay. Do you know when they were lions? Is that from the very beginning, or I did think that come so. later? I think it's from the beginning. There, give me a number. If you want soccer-related things, uh, uh, just give me a number. Well, since we're recording on your 27th birthday, 27. All right. Oh, yeah, happy well, birthday, yeah that's right. Happy birthday, Joseph. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest goal goleada so the biggest uh, winningest game 
I guess. I don't know how that word doesn't translate. The highest goal. The highest scoring game yeah. <laughs> in all competition, national competitions. 18-0 against Tohish Novish. It's a new towers. New towers. In 1927-1928. In the Tasset Portugal, 21-0 against Mindelins in 1970-1971. Highest scoring Super Tasa, 6-1 against Braga in 81-82. And highest scoring Tasa of the Liga, 6-0 against Union Madeira, 2017-2018. I watched nice. that game. Did you nice. skip school? No, I was at work. Oh. oh. <laughs> skipped work. I was away for this one. Um, you pick a number now. You can finish it off. Um, Let's see. Pick 112. Nah, we'll do 10. I think we're gonna do ten now. Okay, I guess <laughs> out of the three, out of the big three in Portugal, Sporting was the first to have a an official website in 1999. Well, there you go, another win for Sporting. <laughs> Best picnic club around. <laughs> I really want a Sporting baloney for everyone. I really want a Sporting club. Well, and it's just like picnic based yeah. shirt. That's what I want. Picnic so that based. was fun. I actually learned some stuff. I am so happy with the, my picnic facts and my baloney <laughs> facts. All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions about Sporting or whatever, wiki it yourself. <laughs> and with that, we're moving on to everyone's favorite segment, the New Music Minute, or as we like to say, the Noodlem. Lois. All right. It's your turn. If my laptop would turn on. That's a problem, man. So, Joseph. Yes, sir. It's your birthday. That's right. And we're partying like it's your birthday. Yeah. Joseph, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Joseph. I'm just trying uh, to give I you more say. time so your laptop can turn on. You're supposed to hop in on that. So, are you... I'm going to give you the choice. Give me the choice. <laughs> I got His two songs. keeps turning on and turning off. It's doing that thing it. where it's... I, I press the button... And it doesn't look like it's turning on, so I go to press it again, and as soon as I go to press it, it turns on, so I press it, and it turns off again. Uh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you the choice. Some, I mean, you got two songs. Okay. It's one. <laughs> it's <two>. a song <laughs> that is relevant to our past weekend, this last uh-huh. weekend, or the 2015 pop hit by Carly Rae Jepsen that includes a cool saxophone riff. Oh, they say like 2015 by Carly. Is it Call Me Maybe? That's no, it's not. No. That doesn't have a saxophone riff. No, that's what I was saying. As a rapper. Carly Jepsen has a new song? Like yes. recently? <laughs> yes, a 2015 new song. <laughs> she has you a know, few albums. Was, what? Yeah, brah. Where does she come from? Canada. Ah. Huh. Those Canadians. <laughs> they sneak on in here and they come up with pop hits. Yeah. Taking on my pop. Um... Do the do the pop hit. Let's do the pop hit. Okay. I, yeah. I spent so much time earlier. I didn't think this is how this was going to go. It's uh, Run Away With Me by uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Sorry, man. I knew the other one, but I'm curious. You shouldn't have given him the choice. Sleep to sleep. 
That was nice. I told it's it's actually a really good song. I've never heard that one. 2015. <laughs> where am I living? 2019. <laughs> ah. It's very catchy, and I just really like that riff. At the yeah, beginning. see, I know you wanted to play me in again, but yeah. I didn't know what this one was. So yep. There you go. This is my birthday. I do what I want. Maybe it's a new music minute for you. That is new for me. There you go. <laughs> you know what else is new? This week's Calendario de Comunidad. Nira, nira, boom. That's right, folks. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we tell you what's going on in your Portuguese neighborhood so that you can go out and support it. Uh, coming up on the 4th of May, it is the Casa dos Açores Festa do Divino Espírito Santo. That's in Helmar at Casa dos Açores. And on May 11th, that weekend, is the Nacional Fatima Festa in Leyden. Uh, that's where you can find us at different parts of that weekend. Because we'll be at the Bodleite Parade and Bullfights and maybe the Festa? Maybe the Festa. Maybe, uh, maybe the Festa. The candlelight procession. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, and that's been... Your calendario de comunidad. Boom. For some reason, almost did Manuel's random fact. <laughs> um, the random fact is that we might be at the festa. Um, if you'd like us to support, if you'd like us to promote support your the show, yeah, well, I do support the show. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. I come every week. <laughs> um, if you'd like us to promote your event, you can do that by contacting us. Where, Joseph? So visit our website, calaabocashow.com, and. Um, there you'll find links to all of our social media accounts, which are all at Calaboca Show. So if you want to skip that middle step, just go to like your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Twitters, at Calaboca Show. Uh, if you're on the site, you can uh, click on the button to your favorite podcatcher, and it'll take you right to the show. Then you hit the little button that says subscribe, and the show will automatically download to your phone. While you're there, after you listen to the first episode or your 97th episode as we talked about earlier and you're like wow these guys they talk they like it <laughs> leave leave us a uh, review and a rating uh tell us what you think your honest opinions but the five stars please because we currently have five star average so i want the uh, continue there you, that. Go. you know what i'm saying let's do it and last but not least if you want to get more cab stuff uh you can visit our patreon page at calabocashow.com slash support and uh, follow the tiers there and get some uh, yourself some uh, extra cab goodies. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know uh, how this all works, you can check out our YouTube uh, channel with our informational uh, video on our Patreon. Yeah, I'll link it to... Uh, I'll make it uh, calabocashow.com slash infomercial there if you, you want to check out that video. There you go. There you go. Nice and easy. Very easy. Boom. Now it's time for Manuel's, Manuel's Random, Random Fact. fact. I, forgot I forgot Derek does that. That, that was so that. good. Hippopotamonotrophophobia. <laughs> try that. You want to try that one again? Yeah, I'm going to try it one more time. Hippopotamonstrosacadiliophobia is the fear of long words. Ah! I'm afraid. Yeah, you're afraid of your own fears. I'm afraid Why? of what you just said. Because exactly. I could not say it what? again. You're 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 afraid of monstrosis monstrosities Hippop- with it's hippopotami. Like, it's like putting an S in a lisp. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just Hippopotamonstrosacadiliophobia. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There you go. And that's been Manuel's random fact. So good. So, next week, 
What are we talking about? We are taking a trip through time. We're always taking trips, aren't we? We're we have our favorite rocket ship. This time we're it's hopping not, in there. This time it's not on a rocket ship, though. I feel like every uh, time I've been on the show, Luigi says, "Next time we're taking a trip." Because <laughs> I like to take trips. Like, Derek. Every time we take trips. You know me. A, I'm a traveler. Yeah, I'm a but, man of the world. Yeah. I like to go places. But why can't you take me on the trips? Why can't, Why does it have to always be listen, the next time? Listen, you're here. You, you can, can listen to the episode. You just went on a trip. I mean, to I, a I do. Yeah, we went picnicking. Yeah, we had a grand time. We had some bologna. It was very good bologna. There was a drought. It was nice weather. <laughs> There's still a drought. Um, oh. Oh. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. be taking yeah. a trip through time, learning about a certain dude in Portuguese history. Very prominent, you would say. You would say. I would. I did say. There no, I did say you would say. I did say. You can I say. said you would say. And with that said, <laughs> I've been Joseph. I've been Manuel. I've been Luis. And I've been Derek. And we have been Calaboca. Go. Sabe que